our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Hey. Hey, Warren, what's going on? It's Matt and Mac. Um, How you doing? Hey, how's it going, guys? So you were about to hear uh, an episode with uh, the awesome artist and podcaster and all-around guy, David Cho. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and in which that ep- in the body of said episode, we talk about uh, his buddy Anthony Bourdain a good amount, yeah, yeah, and our kind of mutual love and adoration for the man. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we recorded this uh, before Mr. Bourdain's untimely passing, and uh, I mean, we're pretty. De- it happened today. Yeah, we're, we're pretty, pretty devastated. We're, about we're, it. We're, 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 I was going to say we're bummed, but I think that's a little too light. Yeah. Of a word. So yeah. so so uh, rather than cut that out of of the show, we figured. It, to honor the guy and how much we love him, yeah, we, we, we decided we, to keep it in. We there. decided to keep it in, but also we wanted to to just quickly talk about um, uh, just mental health and kind of and, and just yeah, guys. I mean, seriously, if you got any of you guys are thinking about doing something stupid with yourself, you know, n- suicide is never a good thing. Anything or even hurting yourself in general. Like, look, I, I struggle with depression my whole life. There, one, you're one conversation away from feeling differently. I'm not, and I'm not saying feeling better, but but you're always one conversation away from just feeling a little bit differently. And and even if it's with a stranger, um, um, it might be the thing that helps. So so to that end, uh, anyone who's who has any, you know thoughts of hurting themselves or, or just can't take it anymore um definitely call the national suicide prevention hotline and that's 1-800-273-8255 and just talk to someone before you know you make a choice you can't take back yeah you can't take back exactly so this is this is the end of our first intro there's yeah, another there's intro, another intro next. But, uh, that's, I, that's a little more delightful i guess uh this episode is dedicated to anthony bourdain an honor of which he never wanted but, yeah but, uh, exactly <laughs> uh we, we hope you see you we see you somewhere down the line yeah, ho- hope, yeah. You're, hope you're listening somewhere yeah yeah uh, thanks, guys. Here's another intro. That's a little more fun. The following is a bunny ears disclaimer. Hi. Hey. Hey, what's up, man? David Cho episode. It, it is the David Cho episode. And unfortunately, when we recorded this, Mac, you were feeling a bit under the weather. Is that is that accurate? Yes, I had a twisted vertebrae. Is that really what it... Oh, yeah. You did have a twisted vertebrae. Yes. It, it, hurt, it hurt a lot. Is uh, the way I'll put it, and you so, got, like, and you got that from transforming into a werewolf, but stopping halfway through. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure it had something to do with uh, you know, the moon landings being fake, or okay. you know, yeah, or Pizza Gate or something like Makes that. Makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, no, I. Uh, so I just gotten back from the chiropractor. I was not feeling myself. You were a trooper for recording it. I'll be honest. You were you when you walked in the door. I went, oh no. Yeah, yeah. I, I asked for a bottle of water, and you knew there was something wrong. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't have like a cigarette in your lip, and like you were like, "I need water and a seat." And I was like, "What happened to my poor boy?" I uh, know, but but nonetheless, um, David Show was was cool enough to to come and talk to us. So we thought it was it was worth toughing it out. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I, I was a goddamn champion. Yeah. You guys are gonna hear it in a minute, I guess. Yeah, and I think know? we I think we had a pretty interesting conversation. But we just wanted to preface it with like this is kind of unfortunately the Matt Cohen and David Show show today because Mac was just not. Yes. Not quite there. I, w- I was hopped up on ibuprofen. Uh, but, but what follows is an interesting conversation. Yeah, Cho of, is actually great. I love like that kid. the nature of art and fame and kind of just him telling us not to be podcasters. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to have dinner with him 
like more often. Show call us, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to show. Oh, we should call you back, actually. <laughs> yeah, way to show. Dicks. Uh, <laughs> so uh, please enjoy the following episode of Bunny Ears. Yeah, enjoy. And that ends a Bunny Ears disclaimer. One, two, three. Go. On with the music, Adam Green. Find me, gag me. Take me to the bunny ranch People dying Kill me in the packing house Even you have to win Hey! Yo, <laughs> legit, I just bought these headphones back And I th- like I could feel it like breaking uh, uh, on itself What? It- I can hear you, I can hear now, you echo Now you can't yeah. See, everything's all disconfigured today Yeah, I know. Well, I know uh, It's all your fault Welcome to Bunny Ears Where it's always Mac's fault Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I'm Matt Cohen, joined by uh, the aforementioned... Macaulay Cluckland. Macaulay Cluckland. What were you last time? Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe J- JTT? Yeah, I think I was JTT last go. Is, yeah. that, is, that, is that what Asian people call you? JTT? No, Macaulay Cluckland. That's how my aunt would probably say My dad used to go with McCulkey Cluckland. Yeah, McCulkey. I get Mick Culkin. I told you we had Mecca Cluckland. That's, that, that was that, that was, was real. Yeah, yeah, that was real. Look, yeah. My aunt, you know, if we would go to McDonald's, she go, you know, we're going to McDonald's. So, <laughs> so I imagine you'd be a Folks, that's not Stu talking. Who is that voice? Um, he is. How do you describe this man? He is an artist. He is a raconteur. He is a filmmaker. He's now a friend of ours and a podcast guest. I like that. I just called you our friend. Without like confirming that, you're no, a friend. You no, you're you're in now. Hey, this is we met. Yes, we met and we're friends. So and yeah, we're I, all we're all friendly here. Dude, uh, the last time we met, I took a shower with Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> if, if we're not friends now, I don't yeah, know. I don't the know. First time you met Macaulay. Yeah, Culkin the first. Took a this, is, <laughs> this is the second time we're meeting. The first yep. time we met, we, we took, took a, shower. a shower. It's uh, it's David Cho, ladies and gentlemen, hey. and, and former podcaster in his own right. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Cho. What's going on? Can I just um. Can I just describe to the listening audience what I'm seeing right now? Yeah, Warren, here you go. He's going to okay. paint a, He's an artist, so let him paint a picture. Let me no paint a picture. McCulkin uh, is wearing <laughs> the most amazing Macho Man. Like, oh, yeah, you should this, see with this the hood sweater up. is amazing. Uh, we're at Matt's house, which I just, you know, came in. It's in North Hollywood. Oh, am I supposed to? Yeah, who gives a fuck? It's in North Hollywood. Um the only time I've been here in North Hollywood is to buy drugs, and uh, <laughs> it is like your it's your home, and it's like fucking covered with like art Stuff, and yeah. toys, and and uh, it's just it's like a museum. There's I, like this uh, photoshopped picture of Mac when he was seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, the page master. master. That's, that's a page master poster. Man. Yeah, that, that's a real page oh, master that's a real poster. Pa- oh. That was the poster. <laughs> oh, that's the level of Photoshop back then, I guess. Yo, yeah, speaking yeah. of page master, do you know they did a Q&A screening a few nights ago at the Man's Chinese Theater? I think you mentioned that. And I, I don't know what that means. Someone posted a picture online and there were like 30 dudes up on stage. Mac, who could those 30 dudes I, be? Not me. <laughs> not you. I was, as far as Whoopi, I know, I wasn't even invited. And not Whoopi Goldberg. Did they really not invite you? I don't know. <laughs> we should have just showed up, man. Yeah, I just what, showed up. It was like, it, come it on, what's up? Someone's weird a birthday thing, but uh, <laughs> have you ever seen Page Master? Chuck? I, I'm si- sitting here. I'm like, I must have seen this. 
He gets turned. He's a little boy who gets sucked into a book. Is world. this Disney? No, it's like no. Uh, wants to be Disney. Who is it, Mac? I have no idea. It, it's not like Blue like MGM or, anything, or something right? like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta see this. This looks. It's amazing. his finest work. Oh yes. Oh <laughs> boy, howdy. Yes, I get sucked into a book world and everything. And uh, Whoopi Goldberg does a voice in it. And, Patrick Stewart. Uh, Patrick right? Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. So he's worked with both uh, uh, Christopher yeah. Lloyd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the only movie he's done worth watching. So yep. there's a yep. huge page master. I'm trying to think of what the equivalent of this would be for me. I guess it's like if you guys come over to my house and you at my parents' house and you have dinner, there's a humongous portrait of me peeing when I was five years old <laughs> hang, hanging behind me. Pain, yeah, a, so, yeah, this is a, the equivalent. A photo or a painting? It's a, it's a photo with a paint thrown on it, I guess. <laughs> um, but, you know, it took like an hour to drive here from Koreatown. And uh, I hope it was I, worth I, well, it, man. Well, look, I met you guys like what two weeks ago. Yeah, we should say we did some. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's, who knows if it'll be up at this point? But but we did some fun stuff at your studio. You got to paint uh, with Mac, and uh, he the Colkin we wrestled. Christ, the Colkin Christ was resurrected. Yeah, well, Colkin like, Christ. I, I like to you know I like to prepare a little bit. Like I don't like you know I like just shooting the shit whatever. But so you guys roll in. You got the bunny ears. We're like doing the bunny ears podcast. So mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I got an hour before getting to North Hollywood and I queue up, you know, on YouTube and I was like, should I go in like cold or should I do some research? And like, I don't know if this is going to sound racist and I think it's probably racist just by saying that already. So you got to say it. But when you guys start talking, you know, I've heard, hey, you guys look all the same. Yeah, yeah. You guys sound sort of the same. (laughs) We get that. I mean, you don't, you don't look the (laughs) same. We get that. You don't look the same, but like when you guys are both talking at the same time or like, I can't tell who's saying what, and you're Mac, and you're Matt. Yeah, and I, yeah. there's was, even that, too. Yeah. We're okay with that. We've, we've toyed with some other accents, possibly, but they were all really racist and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we so kind of landed on, like, these are our voices, uh, unfortunately. I guess, yeah, I guess it's just the way it has to Look, be. We, we, we both grew up within, like, a 15-mile radius of each other yep. in, in a, like, three-year age span. So it's, it's, you know what I mean? We're both, like, white dudes from New York who liked, like, hip-hop right. and shit. So, like... I guess this is what we sound like. I know. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's just... <laughs> no, dude. Honestly, it's a bummer because like, it's the one complaint we get about the podcast and there's literally nothing we could do. There's nothing do. we could do about that. Unless we get vocal reassignment surgery, which yeah. I don't even know is a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure you got you can you have some kind of knob. Drop I'm sure some you, you could, yeah. uh, did, you, did you like what you heard, though, even though you couldn't tell who was okay, saying Okay, so it? <laughs> I shouldn't have done this, but the traffic was moving slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I got the YouTube up. I started listening. I'm like, who's talking right now? And I met both. Of, and, and actually, in real life, we don't you know, sound. Yeah, the same, but right? on the thing, it sounds sort of yeah, similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you know, when you look up things, then it's like Macaulay hanging out with Michael Jackson. And then look, the, I fell in the rabbit hole. I started uh, just watching. You went down, just went down just a Mac <laughs> rabbit hole. And then uh, during that, uh, my friend called me. He's like, "Hey, are we still on for tonight? You know, are you gonna be?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to do a podcast." You know, you just say these things without thinking about how they sound to other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like doing a podcast with uh, Macaulay Culkin, and he, and he goes, "What?" And then he's a he's you know he's followed your career. He knows everything about you, and 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 then so I sat there because you know in traffic, that's yeah, yeah. one of the great things about LA traffic is you got a lot of time to think about shit. Mm-hmm. And it's don't take this the wrong way. It's just Oop, too late. Why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> no, like why? Why? Like like for me. Um, like, I don't know what a typical day for you is like, mm-hmm. but like once I won the video game part of my life of like not having, like, I don't have to work to like make a living. Yeah. Um, like that question comes up a lot of why. And I'm like, here's a guy of the work I know of yours mm-hmm. 
you've navigated through like you know you you know as far as i know you don't act as much anymore yeah, yeah. right and you just act i'm when pretty you, much retired you do it when you feel like it and yeah, i and, and it's when, a hobby and changeland you, right changeland. And, <laughs> and when you said that to me i'm like i'm pretty much like that with painting like yeah. i don't need to paint for money anymore yeah so when know. i paint it's literally just because it's for a friend or a nonprofit, or it's just like a, i feel like doing it it's not, there's no other motivation besides that so that's the that's you know i'm not that's like why part is why is this all i'm like like you sort of been off the radar for a while right and then it's like yeah i I try to keep my head down right (laughs) that's actually interesting so mac we've talked about the origin of this show and we joke Mm -hmm. that like we i fucked up like you legit asked me if you wanted to start a podcast right yeah yeah that was the most surprising thing I'd ever heard in my entire life. Because, <laughs> well, dude, I'd, kn- I'd been friends with you for like four, four, four or five years before that or something. And like, you know. I never expressed anything like that. You never expressed any interest in like being a public person whatsoever, you know. And, and I, I'm just curious of like what kind of. You, just you've, like you, you've been famous for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and to, to be like. So from what I know of you, like you haven't given like tons of like personal interviews. So mm-hmm. you're like pretty private, right? With yeah. your private life. And then here's a medium that, for all I know, every podcaster, every broadcaster, every show I've ever been on, it's like, it's sort of, in a way, it like sort of ruins your life. <laughs> I mean, it's sort don't, of, don't tell them that, man. I mean, so I'm like, why, like, what's going on? Well, it, it looks like I'm looking to ruin my life. That's, that's, that was, right. you, you nailed it on that one. Um, no, it just seems like fun. Uh, and just, I don't know. Uh, there was just, I, I. It just seemed like fun. Because <laughs> here's the thing, that, dude. Great, you know, right? everything's a hobby, you know. So it's like, yeah, let's 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 give this a whirl. I mean, I think you like nailed it. Like everything hobby. is, if you're not doing something for money, everything ends up being a hobby. Yeah, and everything, and then everything could be fun for that reason. Because because once fucking the work of it gets involved, right? Then you don't mm-hmm. want. Then who wants to do any kind of work? Yeah. Let alone if it's fun, right? Yeah. But like. Me and you just randomly started a podcast, and here we are. And it kind of it turned into a. I don't want to say it's a job, but it's like a real thing. Yeah, yeah, we're actually like doing it, and we have to have some forethought, and we do have you know some sponsors and things like that. And so know. I don't like. You guys can check me if I've. You guys have already covered this ground, but like, who are you? <laughs> like, what's who the fuck are you? No, I mean, like, what's this? Like, yeah, I know yeah, you guys. Yeah. I know you guys are friends and stuff, but like. How did this happen? Yeah, how did how because legit like uh, the the very quickest story of it was when I was when I was like a seventeen year old kid. I was like a huge Kevin Smith fan, mm-hmm. and I was like big on his message board. Right, and I became friends with him through the message board. Through the message board, yeah. Nice. I moved from New York to L.A. He had a podcast. Right. In like two thousand and seven, we're talking. I started a podcast randomly on his network, and I've been podcasting consistently for like almost ten years at this point. So. I'm like the podcast friend, I guess, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, my podcast. Friend. Theoretically, so it just made sense. Like, we we yeah. were buddies. Um, we I, mean, I didn't know how to get into it. I didn't know how to work all. You of know, this. and like weirdly <laughs> enough, like yeah. I'm a screenwriter and I'm a comedian and I've done shit like that. But like weirdly, through that kind of Kevin Smith world, and we had like a theater. We had a live theater in Hollywood where we did podcasts every day. I became like a podcast dude. You're like, a pod guy. I used to I, I used to produce like Jay Moore's show and like random other shows I had nothing to do with because suddenly I became like a pod dude. So yeah, I just. It was, but did you when you when did you guys meet? Uh, like four years ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, through uh, our friend, friends, our friend yeah, Seth, yeah, Seth Green. Green. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I've met every. So maybe you can attest to this too because you were a podcaster. Everyone I have I am friends with slash any significant relationship in my life came through my podcast. <laughs> 
Like legit, most of the people I've met in LA was just like a guest on my show or a friend of a friend or, or... Most of the people, like most of my friends that I hang out with are like my childhood friends. But yeah, it was a great way to meet new people, mm-hmm. you know, like... Yeah, so like I did a, I did a podcast with um, Claire Grant, who was in Team Unicorn, who's Seth Green's wife. And then over the years, I met, became friends with Seth and I became friends with Mac and it kind of just, you know, it all rolls like that. Well, shit, man. If 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 no one's told you that tell, told you yet, let me be the first to tell you you're gonna ruin your life by doing this. But like, in what way? In what way? Because um, we're we're talking about like when I talk about you mm-hmm. and you're sitting here right in front of me, yeah. like we're talking <laughs> about like superstar. Like everyone knows who you are. Sure. You know, and like the, it's I, a curse and a blessing. Without talking to you about it, I imagine that's what kind of affinity you had with Michael Jackson, right? He's a child star. And there was shit that only you two and yeah, other child. We were just friends, you know. Yeah. But there was things that you like, talked about it, like the um the there's no uh self help group for child stars, right? Yes, or, or exactly. Not, or not self help, but uh, you but know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I look, I look or, at or like for famous people in general, right? Because you you went through this yourself. But these I'm are all sure, but these are all things that I make up without ever talking to you or yeah, Michael Jackson yeah, yes, or whatever yeah. is <laughs> is I make up that for me that's that's some kind of. Forget the joy you brought to people or that Michael Jackson brought to people with your work. It's still, to me, and when I think about it, a form of child abuse. Like, I don't know if, (laughs) you know, I don't know if he, I don't know if he wanted to do that. I don't know if you wanted to be in Home Alone. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if, I don't know if the parent, like you're a kid, so I don't know if you don't really know any better. Right, pretty much. I mean, like yeah, like it, it, everything's you. You have and no, I don't. I, you have no perspective when you're a kid, and I don't know because if you don't have lived enough life. Right, and, and so you, and you so know, your parent that was just the way things were. Right, and that would be the parents' job to be be to you're going to be really famous, but you're going to ruin your life right now. Mm-hmm. In a way, in a way, like there's a side well, of your life. Yeah, that, well, check this. Let me ask you a question, dude. So, so people don't know your story a little bit. You're an artist, and the kind the. And I know you're down to talk about whatever. Yeah. The thing that kind of catapulted you to, to fame, as it were, was this Facebook thing, right? Right. Were you, were you painted a mural at the Facebook headquarters? I painted a thing at the Facebook headquarters. Like, it, it was like just, it was a quiet thing between me and Sean Parker and Mark Zuckerberg. And like, no one knew who those guys were. No one, like. It, it wasn't a thing yet. It wasn't a thing. And then it, it, they blasted me on the New York Times cover. Um and then, and then, like, I, I I, imagine I experienced sort of, like, what your kind of fame was like for a month. Mm-hmm. For one month. Sure, that's what I mean. <laughs> and, and, and as a, a, an adult. Did it break you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it just, it just, it, like, I didn't, it you did know. ruin your life? Because, I didn't, no, look, you're two dudes. No, I was like, running around like Spider-Man doing, like, I don't, I didn't ask for this. Like, I didn't ask for this, but well, it's, it's like. fascinating for me, right? Because I'm sitting across the table from two dudes who are famous, and I'm not famous. So you've both mm-hmm. gone through the, like. And you're a different case because you were always famous, right? Yeah, you don't I, don't, remember, I don't really have a yeah, memory before. But, but you work. remember being like a normal fucking dude, and then all of a sudden you're on the cover of the New York Times. But this is what what I'm trying to get at. It's like I'm at at this point. Another one thing that happens as you become more famous or more rich or whatever is other people that have those things relax around you. Yeah, like yeah. if you're rich, then another rich guy will be like, "Hey, we got rich guy problems. Can we? Sure. Yeah, can yeah. we bro out? Or hey, you're as famous as I am. Can we talk about things that no one else can relate to? Yeah. And so, when I think about people who um, idolize, like anybody, like who's your yeah. idol? They're always, for the most part, idolizing their career. I idolize Michael Jordan or Michael or like just something with their yeah. brain or their thing, but they are never like idolizing their personal life. Like oh I, no. I idolize this the way this guy treats his kids or yeah like, yeah because yeah. so, they don't know their personal so lives, there's so right? so yeah. what I'm trying to get at is 
there's so many like VH1 behind the stories sure. shit yeah. where it ends horribly. Like this guy reached this insane level of fame and, and then it went, and then it's like, that's just what happens. And so for me, without, ever, you know, besides meeting you two weeks ago, I was like, here's a guy that reached this insane level of fame and then quietly just like figured it out, you know, like, and then he's back with a podcast. I'm like, no, dude, stay the fuck away. Man. <laughs> stay the fuck out of this shit, dude. You did it. You fucking got out, man. Yeah. Like, this is such a casual you know, project, though, kind of thing. I mean, this, I'm, not, I'm not like, has this affected your life in any significant way? No, like, no. Like, you kind of still dude, do you guys the same just, thing, right? You guys just yeah. started. You don't know the level of fucking <laughs> where, where, like, you. Yeah, I'm, but we can control it, right? So that's the other thing, too, is, is like, yes, this is the most information Mac has given out about himself ever in his entire yeah, life. Yeah. But right. even then i hate to tell you warren like it's controlled to an extent that you're the one talking right so yeah. you know it's my message you're not going to accidentally <laughs> you're not going to accidentally divulge something that you don't want the world to know that could affect your actual yeah. life and it's right? not live so you can do a so take oh believe me i edit the shit out of this dude <laughs> i'm single-handedly keeping max career going yes <laughs> but it, but it's like you meet you meet kind of true you, you get addicted <laughs> to the fame you get addicted to the money and you meet people and it, and it sort of goes to that bank robbery like one last bank job and then we'll escape into the sunset yeah. we'll get to mexico and it's like it never works out that way because like it's just like why did you you know people it's easy for people to be aren't are, you know like watch other people's career and, and like 100 judge yeah and, and grass, for me, is all, grass is always greener right i was like oh macaulay culkin did all this shit and then you know whenever you popped up again it's like oh he's doing his own band and he's doing painting and whatever i'm like oh that's exactly what i would do and then just like sort of yeah um yeah but and by it, the way you also did a podcast but you also yeah but i i would i'm you know I'm, look for those who don't know i just want to say this like like your fucking paintings are legit Oh, thanks bro. like your painting yeah, like, is a dope artist like, yeah. all of a sudden like a few years ago there you were like all there was like those kind of like you know uh like uh inquiring minds kind of did you know macaulay culkin's actually a painter and then i was like that's like the thing right like nobody in especially in this town wants to be what they are right if you're an actor you yeah, want to be yeah, a basketball yeah. player you want to be a comedian yeah. want to be no the guy yeah, crashes always green right yeah, and yeah. i'm like i gotta see this guy's shitty paintings and i'm like oh fuck oh cool they're like pretty good and so the first one i saw was the band corn playing and, <laughs> oh my God. and i love that shit and and uh, in the audience is just like a plethora of like colorful characters, mm -hmm. Muppets and E.T. and all this shit. Jerry Seinfeld. And it just, yeah, exactly. And it, 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 I was like, oh, this kid does not give a fuck. He paints like <laughs> literally whatever he wants and it just looked raw. <laughs> and like, concert. dude, I posted it like I put like every, whenever I post it, people think it's me. And I go, no, that's like Macaulay. Oh, so if, I could put, if I could put words in, words in Max's mouth for a second, I think the same reason we're doing podcast and that bunnyears.com exists mm -hmm. and all this shit exists in the same way of that art, like yes Matt could just chill and play video games with Stu all day yeah. but he's got he's got stuff to say I think like he enjoys doing this shit he's, t he's fucking good at it right so like here's it from my perspective I've known Mac for a minute I didn't know he'd be such a fucking good podcaster me neither knock on wood you know <laughs> but you know what I mean though like right. jokingly to bring up Seth Green again which we always do mm -hmm. uh, after I got back from New York and our first round Seth was like how'd it go I was like Yo, he's a natural. And oh, Seth okay. went, Seth went, no shit. <laughs> Meaning like, oh, you mean the most famous natural talent of all time is a natural at podcasting? Oh, that you flatter me, sir. But you know what I mean, though? I think like you don't you don't feel exposed by doing this, do you? No. 
No, not at all. No, and if I did, I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I think it's, like I said, it, it sounds like fun. We're just into thing. talking about like South it's just Park. Another, it's another hobby. Toe Jam and Earl. So when you, <laughs> so you've spent your whole life acting. I've spent my whole life painting. So when I hear you say, and I've said it like jokingly, but also sort of serious, um, like that you've retired from acting. Mm-hmm. Like I say that all the time. I'm like, I'm pr- like, I'm pretty much Tired done. Pain. Pain. Like I don't wake up and go to the studio. Like it's like a yeah. job anymore. I do it when I feel like it. And so other things are interesting to me now, media, video, like performance, like everything else, you know? So it's just, I, I imagine it's a similar situation right. with me. Exactly. Dude's had a band and now he's got a, a news website and a podcast and fucking acts and you know what I mean? It's, it's paints and when I was on, just do a little bit of everything. Can I ask you something? Cause sure. just cause that first painting is of yours and I know you've done all these other paintings and you were telling me like from the jpegs i'm seeing online they're, they look small but i guess they're huge they're big. Big. the scales are oh, big, he's got yeah. big canvases his apartment in new york i wish we could mac if you ever or if Stu's listening if we ever feel like posting a couple of the paintings that people haven't seen like mm-hmm. you got fucking dope shit oh thanks that's unseen right like, yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff behind is it show. oil or acrylic or uh, uh acrylics mostly nice uh, but yeah i got some oils but he's also got like mixed medium like my favorite thing he ever did it's a fork sticking out of an outlet on a canvas it's just that simple. And it just uh, looks legit, like you know what I mean. Into it, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I mean. Um, so, can I ask you, what does the band Corn mean to you? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm serious because I, ha- you know, like I. Do you like, have like an affinity for Corn? Because I mean, I well, the, my nat, my like, like, my fearful answer would be like, oh, it's my guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. but it's not my guilty pleasure. It's just my pleasure. Yeah, like, I love I love the band Corn. See, I was like, never really into Corn, to be honest. Right, it so that just it was just kind arbitrary. of arbitrary. Yeah, and it was like a silly visual kind of thing. Well, I've always wanted, I've always saw that painting and, and like everything you do, and I'm like, because I didn't know you, I'm like, is he making fun of it or does he like genuinely love it? And it's just like I'm just pulling together like visuals from around <laughs> everywhere. I mean, it really is. Look at just it was, everything from Jerry Seinfeld to Corn and you that know, that painting that. Jerry Seinfeld and all the Muppets are watching corn. It speaks to me on such a huge level that it's like, I I just like, like it's a band that I don't want to like. Yeah. But it just like, I I think on their first album, they had one song called daddy where 17 17 minutes long. And like at the end, the singer, Jonathan Davis cries for like six six minutes. And I was like, (laughs) Oh man, this is like a wannabe rage against the machine. A wannabe like, Uh like rap. And I'm like, God damn, that guy just cried on this song for five (laughs) minutes. I think I love this band. And that's amazing, dude. Speaking of of painting. So, so there's a painting of yours. We're all really familiar with, and that's the Colkin Christ. Right. And that's how this kind of friendship came about. We got a, uh, a mm-hmm. message from you on Instagram <laughs> where people kept like directing it. There was just a lot of Colkin. When we started an Instagram account for Bunny Ears mm-hmm. Pod, everyone just immediately started tagging, showing them, and was like, Yo, Colkin Christ is Colkin here. Christ. Colkin Christ is <laughs> what's here. Up, yeah, what's up with Colkin Christ? What is the story? Okay, so, oh, what's Colkin the story? Christ, I want to hear man. about this. So, I, um, <laughs> when I had my podcast, like during that time, I met the actor John Cusack, and, um, you know, once again, like, that that to me is like I just think of myself as a painter and you know it's just like it just let me know like how things were escalating you know it's like I'm I'm painting I get an email from his agent or someone he's like hey I represent the actor John Cusack would you like to meet him and I'm like fuck yeah, yeah sure. dude are you kidding Hell me yeah. like I grew up like uh, uh, better off dead and all the yeah, all, yeah. all the 80s movies yeah. I mean he was like basically in every fucking movie yep. And also, in the same way, I'm like, here's another guy 
and this is without me doing a deep Google search, that pretty much navigated, like you've never seen him like in the tabloids as like mm-hmm. a completely, or, yeah, and, yeah, I, and yeah. I could be wrong about yeah, that, yeah, but, no, I, but I, yeah, I feel really like he's sort of, is a child star that like pretty, got, yeah. I mean, he's still working in movies yeah, and yeah. whatever. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll meet, I'll meet, yeah. I'll meet John Cusack. Well, he's awesome. So he shows up at dinner. <laughs> And it's and, John Cusack and he's suddenly. John Cusack, and he's just like... <laughs> Surprise, John Cusack. And he's just... Uh, I'm like, this guy is fucking like out there, man. Like he, he kicks it with a lot of artists and photographers and beat poets and the whole thing. And, you know, he, he, he really just wanted to talk about art. And I fucking hate talking about art. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I hate talking about art. And uh, at the time, I think he lived in Malibu. And so, we, we, you know, we went to Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> Keep to his going. house. <laughs> uh, I love John. John, if you're listening, I'm not talking shit about you. I'm just uh, re- uh, recalling what it was like to first meet you. Also, John, if you're oh. listening, get in touch with us. Yeah, <laughs> um, I haven't talked to him in a while. He he goes in and out of my life, but mm-hmm. um, so we go to Nobu. He's like, "Hey, you been to Nobu?" So we go to Nobu, and I'm like, "I'd never been to Nobu, but mm-hmm. I, I know it's supposed to so be." So now like you're at Nobu tasty. in Malibu with John Cusack, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and he goes, uh, "Hey." um you guys uh, like Nobu? I'm like, I, I don't know. I've never been there, but like, cool. So we show up and I, I'm a food guy. I love eating. Yeah. And he, he's like, you guys like spicy tuna hand rolls? And I'm like, yeah, dude, who, do, who doesn't like? Yeah, sure. Why, why not? So, he, you know, it's me and two of my friends and him and two of his friends. And he orders like 50 uh, spicy tuna <laughs> hand rolls for every. He's, he's like, he, like they, know, they all know him there. He's like, 50 of those. And I'm like, ah, I sort of want to try some other shit, no, but okay, Just cool. the hand rolls. And I was starving, and we were all starving, so they bring out this just, like, fucking pyramid of spicy tuna hand rolls. And we, we ate it pretty quick, and I'm like, okay, cool, now I want to try some other shit. And he's like, damn, you guys like that. Hey, garçon, one more round of those. And so we had, like, a hundred spicy tuna hand rolls. And, you know, he's talking about... Meanwhile, every other person, you sit, you're watching the waiters bring out their food, and you're like, fuck, that looks good. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Well, I'll come here alone by some other time. And and he's he, one of his best friends. I can't remember his name. Is an actor from uh, Bad Lieutenant, the original, original one with Harvey Keitel, not the yeah. Nicolas Cage one. And he was in the movie for, like, ten seconds as Jesus. When oh, Harvey so co- that's actually a, a friend of mine too. That's a guy named Paul Hip. Yes, Paul. Did, to, to bring it all back, Paul did a show at the Smod Castle with me and Kevin Smith. Okay, he did a music guys, show. The, uh, yeah, Paul, if you're out there, yeah, and Paul Hip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot your name, but and Paul currently does a podcast with Norman Lear, who created All in the Family. Okay. And, and like, oh, okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It all comes together. Yeah. So this guy's like hilarious, and yeah, Paul's great. <laughs> and and you know. I, I didn't know who he was, and he goes, yeah, I'm the guy in Bad Lieutenant, and I'm, like, Googling him under the uh-huh. table, and he's like, yeah, I played Jesus, for, you know. <laughs> he's in, like, Carnival and Midnight and Guard of Good Evil. He was uh, Buddy Holly in the Buddy Holly story on Broadway and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about Bad Lieutenant. We're talking about him playing Jesus Christ. We're talking about art, street art, this and that. We're in Malibu fucking ODing on spicy tuna hand rolls. <laughs> and finally, I was just like, are we just going to fucking talk about this shit all night or what? And he's like... uh, what do you mean? I'm like, you want to fucking get down or what? You, I, like, this is boring. Like, I don't want to talk about art. And he's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, let's go paint. Mm-hmm. He's like, you mean right now? Like in Malibu? I'm like, yeah, let's fucking tear this town down. <laughs> and he's like, uh, what do you want to paint? And then he goes, do you know the actor Macaulay Culkin? And I go, I mean, of course I know who he is, but I don't know him. He's like, he's Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I go, what? what do you mean? He goes, just, he goes, no. Like serious, not fucking with me, and yeah. but I think he's fucking with me. But he's this like, is his theory. Yeah, he's yeah. like, just think about it, just think about it, and like, 
I go, okay, I'll think about it. Tell me what to think about. He's like, and, and you're, you're 37 now? Yep. So I met, this is like four years ago. Okay. Or, and he goes, think about it. He's 33. <laughs> Jesus was 30. And he knew like a lot of facts about you. Wow. He was like, Jesus hung out with like the 12 disciples. Macaulay Culkin hangs out with these 12. And like, he was, he was like. <laughs> Just really finding connection. He has a conspiracy and, theory and, to and, make you Jesus. And, yeah, and, yeah. and he goes, and he goes, uh, you know, and a lot of references back to home alone. He's mm -hmm. like, and he was alone and like he, he survived. And like, I, I don't remember all the things, yeah, but it was, yeah. it was, he was on a hot one, you know? And it was, yeah, it was, it was serious. He was like, look at me. Look at me, like, he's culking Christ. You get it? And I go, no, but okay. No, but like, right. I, I think I got it. So then, you know, he's going off and on and he's making all these weird, like, parallel, like. like all these connections. But they're not real connections. None yeah. of the things are connecting. And, and I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's, 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 let's okay, so Christ. it's Culkin. So you're, you're telling me Macaulay Culkin is, he goes, he's a. Uh, he he's possibly the antichrist reborn come to like and and, and then he was yeah, saying all the, I buy that more than the other yeah, yeah. And, he, yeah. and he was saying all the revelation shit like he's, you know like the the antichrist will you know come like in, in hide amongst us and, and start all. a podcast yeah. with a Jew <laughs> and fucking <laughs> so so now I'm walking around like the fucking most expensive real estate in Malibu with two spray cans with John Cusack and we're tagging Culkin Christ. Um, Wait, was that someone else's garage? No, that's his garage. That's his garage. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, so... But you were tagging Culkin Christ on other shit in Malibu too? No comment. Okay. Statute no of comment. limitations is off, right? <laughs> um, and so then we end up back at his house and... Uh, and he... Like his life, you know, I, I don't like I like I'm telling this story like I hang out with guys like that all the time. I don't. That was like one of the first times I met someone like like that. And so like everything is, like, you know, crazy like, and new. It's and just like I, I don't know. You just roll into Nobu and you go 100, you know, and like <laughs> yeah, ev yeah. every woman in there is like John Cusack's here. Like, yeah, yeah, she's and, weird, man. And they all want to fuck him, and he has to put in like the most like minuscule amount of work to you know <laughs> like. Yeah. Like the, the the whole time this is happening, there's like all these like um, stewardesses from like Delta that I'm like, what? Who are they? And they're like, oh, I just met them today. And I'm like, and he doesn't even talk to them at all. He's not even trying to impress them. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah. At the end of the night, like this, is, like I'm like, God, your life is just, you know, like um, nothing but tuna and uh, and stewardesses, and Delta stewardesses, and Delta stewardesses. So then, I mean, the story only gets weirder. So he has me tag. A night, like a nicer one. He's like, like, Culkin is Christ, Home Alone, face Peace. on the cross, and it's in his garage. That's now. the garage one, the famous yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, that, it's still there. You think? That was a whole other thing because he got <laughs> he sold it, I think, or he was moving, and then he got someone into appraise it, and then that like valued the I don't know. It was like this, the actual painting itself. Like he sold the garage door. Weird shit happens once you become like an established artist. Like yeah, people yeah. like remove walls and like a, you know Wait, habits. So it's, yeah, it's, I've heard of that. It's like that Banksy shit with like Mr. Right. It's just it happens. Changing changing the price of art based on yeah. yeah right, yeah, and yeah. then if you do fuck with it, now your like art is like uh, you know I I don't know what? all the legal shit, but it's like there's all this. You can't just buff over shit. You can't just like you know, and then the ownership you know. 
A lot is being asked of people working in schools. Teachers have more and more things to do. The shortage of teachers right now, um, you know, having to fill a lot of holes and, and wear a lot of hats, it's, it's very difficult. There are steps you can take to manage stressful times, whether in the classroom or outside of work. For me personally, I can disconnect by just being outside. Laughing <laughs> works a lot. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That shit's so crazy to me, and you probably have a better insight on this, but there's a, uh, this girl I knew is an artist. She's, like, famous on, like, Facebook or Instagram or some shit, right? And she was like, Which yo. Which is the only thing that matters. Right? Anymore. Because yeah. here's what happened. <laughs> yeah, well, here's what yeah. happened. She was like, yo, I'm doing a painting for Jennifer Lopez. And I was like, how much are you charging her for it? And she's like, nothing, but she's going to say she paid 20 grand for it. Oh, to art. create a price. Oh, yeah. art Art is a fucking game. It's a, it's a game, yeah. right? Yeah. The art prices mean, art, and I buy, right. like, prints and shit, and that I even feel, but, like, Price art price is based on how much someone will buy for it. Yes. Buy it for. Yeah, things are only worth what, what people are willing will to pay, pay for. for it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was in the car a week before Facebook was about to go public, and and like I'm with Mark Zuckerberg and his then you know girlfriend, and you know it's like dude, this big news coming up next week, and he goes, you and I and I'm telling him, I'm like, buy the shit you showed me. When this shit goes public, that means the paintings you paid for paid for me are worth 200 million dollars that that and he's like and you know he's like yeah so i'm like that makes me the highest living paid artist in the world yeah and he goes no that doesn't work that way and then it turned out it It, did work no one's actually ever got fucking paid more for it and so crazy shit of all time man so then since then it's just like you know i see my name pop up in like the top 10 richest artists in the world and all this shit and and I, I've met some of those guys. I've met Murakami and Damien Hirst. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, it sort of goes back to the thing again. If you don't have to, yeah. why, like, why are you having another show? To, like, like I, okay, I sold a painting that was ended up being worth $200 million. Yeah, yes. Like, unless someone else is going to pay that much. Like, I, I, I'm <laughs> your pretty, rate, yeah, your yeah. rate's definitely going to go down, down on the next yeah. day. You yeah. brush like, yourself out of the market. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's like I don't really do things for money anymore, which is a blessing. Like, I wake up every right. morning and I'm like... You don't do shows really, right? Like, gallery shows where you sell paintings and shit? It's boring. That's it, not what you're trying to do, right? And it's going back to your friend. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a game. Like, yeah. all this shit. Like, it's a fucking... Like, it's insider trading on crack. It's And you yeah, already won the fuck... You won the game. I went through the back door. Yeah, and I yeah. fucking yeah you already yeah. won so now you get to do and, and it goes back to that mm-hmm. you already won mm-hmm. what do you do with why it why am I going back to podcasting yeah, why yeah. are you going back to pod- <laughs> why am I fucking well, sitting yeah. here right now talking to you fucking guys I'm like <laughs> what, it's, not, it's not fun what no it, it's of circular. course it's fun it's, of course of course I love but it was like I was in the I car and mean. like in the one hour I went full circle to like why is Mac doing this? Dude, who uh, the fuck are you? Why, what, what is this happening? <laughs> why did I even have him come to my place? And then they go into neurosis yeah, and yeah. then it's like, what, you know? As a dude who's like spent like months of my life not talking to people and just like smoking weed and playing video games and theoretically like relaxing, quote unquote, that yeah. shit gets so boring so fucking quickly. Yeah, if right. you don't have like a purpose or a passion or right. some kind of driving some thing. kind of variety in your life so like mm-hmm. we're not we certainly didn't start this podcast to make money and that's not our at yeah. all our concern so like wh- right who knows what the fuck in the same way that like he that's did, when things get interesting and weird yeah dude once you once you talk podcast. to once you talk to money guys and business yeah. guys and you're like wait the thing i'm doing 
is for love, for expression, yes. for creativity. And they go, okay, well, how do we monetize this? And how, and, th- and they're like, no. And you get caught up in that shit though, right? So like my big thing was like everyone I've ever really loved or been obsessed with from like Monty Python to Mr. Show to Stephen King to fucking whatever, right? They never did – the thing that I loved, they didn't start for money, right? They right. started because they wanted to have fun doing the weird fucking thing they were doing and then they got paid and then there's a Yeah, then you figure out a way to get – yeah, monetize these kind so of things. So it's, it's, it's got to be like just about the work right? for the sake yeah. of it almost, you know? Right. Like – integrity almost i don't know it's it's so it's a it's kind of a deeper subject to go into like yeah why why do anything if you don't have to true right yeah right exactly <laughs> yeah for real yeah yeah i mean so, most people don't have that luxury they're like i i need to work to fucking eat of course yeah but i'm saying if you're in a position though you're, right, you don't if, have to if, do if anything it, for your dinner like you know, once yeah. why do you why do you still paint why do you do video stuff why don't you just fucking yeah, buy like, a mansion in fucking tahiti I, I and just jerk off you know just the whole jerk time. off all day which only rich people can do well i mean I, I did do that <laughs> okay. and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and i still do sometimes but uh you know it that's a that's a great question and and that's that's why like i'm i've always wherever i've been in I've been homeless and poor of money i've always been searching and it's like never for the, stop. For the yeah, yeah never stop you, nah. it's like uh and, and and what is the most and i'm always looking for that what is the purest way of expression right like you can express yourself like within your personal life with making love to your girl or or guy or whoever or how you express yourself to your family but once it comes to art and sure. and i hate that we're having a discussion about art right now but like <laughs> you did it but like yeah, yeah. but like when i'm when i'm have a loaded paintbrush and i'm going in i'm like what am i doing right now am i trying to like paint a tree am i trying to like convey some kind of, what is the if i feel something and i and i and it's like tearing me up and i want to get it out and i want to express myself in the most honest way what medium is that and what you know it's like i look at i looked at a painting i did the other day and it was like I look, you know what, because of the phones and whatever, I, I was like cleaning out my hard drive and I had a painting that I did when I was eight, 10, like 18, yeah. 23. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've only gone worse. <laughs> I, well, every, every couple years I progressively get, I'm like, I'm like, fuck. And I looked at a painting I did like now as 41 and I'm like, oh my God. Like the best painting I ever did in my life was when I was six. Like it was just only gone worse. And so, um, you know, and, and that's what we do. I think I, 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 how do we get back to that truth? You yeah, know? I think how, we're all just chasing that. Right. Like, and I think, look, and, and well, I, let me ask you this because from the little, I know of you guys and your guys' friendship yeah. mm-hmm. and your, and your clothing. Yes. And, 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 it, and it's a part that like, cause I'm 41, I spend probably 200 to a thousand dollars on comics a week. And I go still go to the comic book store. Which, every, what's your shop? Well, was it meltdown? It was very well. The, the answer is I go to every comic shop. Okay. I, you know, gotcha. I go to I go to Golden Apple. Yeah, I go to yeah. Meltdown. Shout out to Golden Apple. Yeah. Uh, you know the the one the new one in downtown, the Tribe Called Quest one. Uh, book. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I go to all of them, and I'm friends with all of them, and I get into the debates, and mm-hmm. you know, to my adult friends, they go, "What is that?" Like, like, what is that? And so when I meet you guys and I see this and I see the Teenage Ninja Turtles and I see the obsession with the Japanese toys and I see Hellboy and, and, mm-hmm. and then the obsession with the WW, like the wrestling yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, which yeah. we all know is fake, but yet we still love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. What is, so is Game of Thrones, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Go, yeah. So just on that tip, like, what is the obsession? Like, what does it mean to you to like? 
Like legit. So and, and Mac can answer in a second. For me, it's it's like so. I I actually got tattoos on my hands today of Gizmo the Gremlin and a fucking little Jack O' Lantern. And like all of my tattoos are of like One Piece and Back to the Future and fucking right. Monty Python and Ninja Turtles and Lord of the Rings. And you can look around this house, right? So the way I think of it is like this is if my brain exploded on my walls. Like mm. all of these obsessions are literally – we talked about this on the Anna Ferris episode. It's mm. my DNA, man. Right. Like these, I can look at Monty Python and Mr. Show and I can look at it in order of like the things that made me the person I am. Because I always wanted to be an artist. Yeah, so all of these pieces of you on the wall, on the shelf. 100%. And I'm, yeah. and I'm okay to break it down like that. Like our, our influences are our art kind of like – yeah, and, and it shapes you. It shapes your opinions about things. And Absolutely. It, you know, yeah. And it'll inspire you, you know, that kind of thing. But that, I'm trying to get to the thing. Like what is the core – like I know you're into like all this pop culture stuff and the cartoons and but yeah. like what about wrestling? What about like, wrestling? What, is it? Like the sh- like I know it's like ridiculous it's, and the sh- what what you, are, what's it's, the best way? It's you storytelling. Yeah. It is it's uh, male soap opera. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, fun storytelling. The you know the athletic quality of it and also right. it reminds me because like, I loved it even like when I was a kid. Like so, right. I, it makes me giddy. Like like an eight year old. For me, there's also there, there's the like superhero shit come to life and like yeah. rivalries and stories that last years. Mm-hmm. And then there's also as you get older and you're more and more into it, it's understanding the behind the scenes nature of it. It's kind of like movies, right? Like. Before I worked in movies or anything like that, I you know you watch movies like everyone else, and then you right. you can't ever watch them the same way because you're going oh fuck I know how they set that shot up and how do they pull this off, mm-hmm. but it adds an added appreciation to the thing I think. But it's like for yeah. Kevin Smith who has many podcasts, the one I listened to like religiously was Fat Man on Batman. Sure, with Mark, yeah. No, like before oh, that, even when before, it was when yeah. it was when it wasn't at the cantina and it was yeah, just yeah. all him talking to Batman. It was more focused only on Batman. Totally. And I think almost every episode he would cry, and he would, and, he, and, he, and he'd go deep about and I and I'd be sitting there thinking the same thing people say about me as like, he's not real, he's not a real person. Yeah, yeah. And and people that go that ask me they go, you already read the just Batman. He's not, yeah, just because he's not real doesn't make him any less. Who real. do you want to build? Do you know what who, I mean? Well, it's like, right. Well, check this though, right? It's like especially I don't even know if it's a thing with modern days, right? But it's like who are the real life? Heroes, who are the real life unflappable heroes to base your kind of self off of? Like, well, politicians or famous people? Not nah, fuck that. Well, like, I never like gro- growing up. I always related to like being powerlessness, like the powerlessness of being like a kid and being picked on and feeling alienated yeah, like and being kid, like the yeah. only Asian kid in like a black neighborhood. The only you know all those kinds of mm-hmm. things. Being the only Korean American kid around all Koreans, fobs, you know, mm-hmm. and so I always related to the alienation of like a lot of the characters, but I never related to like when they did good. Like I was like, sure. fuck, if I was Superman, I'd be doing this and this. And so I always related more to the villains. And so growing up reading Batman comic books, I'm like, I'm not from a billionaire family. Yeah, yeah. I'm never going to be, you know, yeah. but, I, but I relate to the Joker. And, mm-hmm. I, and I grew up with always people saying, you're weird, you're crazy, yeah, which is what yeah. they used to say, the Joker. So I grew up yeah. thinking I was the Joker. And then, but I'm like, I'm never going to be Superman. I'm never going to be Spider-Man. I'm never going to... But what's Batman's superpower? He's rich. Yeah, pretty and much. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck. That I think I can do in this lifetime. So <laughs> yeah. I, I became... You be Batman, dude. So I became yeah. Korean Batman. Yeah. So I was like basically the Joker that became Batman. And it's like, <laughs> it's like that's like, to me, because I sort of fell off on wrestling, but I, you know, I was obsessed with it yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. a kid. And, and, but I never fell off with comics. But then... uh this uh, so my friend Dave Chang, who's like my evil yeah, of twin. Of course, yeah. Who just uh, you guys did um, what's uh, 
Ugly and Delicious. We right? did Ugly Delicious on Netflix. Uh, yeah. on Netflix. It's, it was great. David Chang, if you guys don't know from Momofuku fame, right? Yeah, yeah. He's an amazing chef. And yeah, yeah. And so he's friends with this white guy, uh, Bill Sim. That's, you know. That's how you guys say it, right? Well, like I don't, I'm not a sports guy, so I don't know who he is. No, but Bill I didn't mean Simmons, that. I, know who Bill I didn't mean is, that. Yeah. I meant like one of the best moments of my life was being on a train on the way to Manhattan. I lived in Long Island, and yeah. there were a bunch of black dudes sitting next to me, and they were just having a random conversation. And one of them went, "Oh, you know my one white friend, Steve." And I went, "Oh shit, they do that." <laughs> yeah, no. So like Korean people do that too. Well, look, <laughs> your white friend. We don't go out of our way, but it's just like when I'm at Dave's house, it's usually just all Asian people. Mm-hmm. So there's that white dude. But there. then there's always this one white guy there, and I'm like, "Who the fuck's that?" And they're like, "Oh, that's Bill." That's and I go, it's "Okay." Bill Simmons. So yeah, that, yeah. I just know him as Bill, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, cool." Yeah, yeah. And then you know, as as I get to know him, they're like, "You, you know that guy's like the most important sports writer, and he's yeah, like the he's biggest podcast. Yeah, the biggest yeah, podcaster." Yeah, bigger, and I go, yeah. "I go, okay, cool." But like, I re- so I got to be really, you know, I I really like hanging out with him, but. I don't give a shit about sports. Sure. I don't give a fuck about sports. And he invited me last night to the premiere of his... Did you go to Andre? Yeah. Oh, That's okay, so yeah, funny, dude. We had a bunch of friends. It was unfucking believable I can't wait. I can't you guys wait. are going to fucking I shit your wait. pants. I can't I've heard, man. Yeah. I, I, I like... I like was like I like Honor the Giant like mm-hmm. you know I love but he but, was but, uh, but I didn't I didn't know like the full full story yeah, and these dude. fuckers go deep they go Princess Bride to when he was like 19 mm-hmm. to like all before Vince I'm McMahon I'm excited man it is it has so much heart and it's so good. Who was it? it was Samuel Beckett used to give him a ride to school or Get the fuck like out of here. I think it was Beckett. In France? Yeah. Really? I think it was him. I don't Freaking know. Yeah. If you don't if you don't he was, the, guy, he was wow. the only guy in town who had the big enough car to fit that's like amazing, this like 14 year old that's amazing yeah. so what a, the writer the author of Waiting for Godot yeah. and Andre the Andre Giant mm-hmm. yeah and if, and if and that's the thing is like I know a lot of people out there don't give a shit about wrestling you don't have to like wrestling this yeah, fucking yeah. thing went so deep and they got like an amazing Hulk Hogan interview oh cool and they got like between their rivalry yeah, yeah. and Wrestlemania 3 and mm-hmm. they actually got an amazing interview with Andre the Giant's daughter which I didn't even know he yeah, yeah yeah and and so I, I was like wow oh fuck this is why I lo-, you know they like, cause it, cause people go, why do you watch that shit? It's fake, or yeah, why do you yeah. read comic books? That's not real. And it's like fantasy, motherfucker. Yeah, fantasy. Yeah, so, dude, yeah. it's, it's Fan- this, escape dude. from this shit. But, but through the fantasy, like that's when you get the truth. Yeah, yeah. That's when you get the truth through like this shit that's like so ridiculous that you get back to it. You know. So, yo, we've gone to a lot of live wrestling shows in the last few years. We've been mm-hmm. lucky, and we've taken a lot of friends who aren't into wrestling or have right. never it's seen it. It's always so much fun live. They, they, right. They always come back, dude. Like, like legit. If you were to go to a, a fucking live wrestling show, a WWE show, you would get hooked that much quickly. That is because it's just crazy spectacle. Yeah. Like. It's so it's fucking colorful. Fun. It's fun. It's yeah. No, it's 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 actually a good and date also place, like and to this, be honest. This sounds like, bring a date to you a wrestling show. You should get fucking roided up, and th- yeah, that right? should be your yeah. comeback, not podcasting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're gonna fucking come back to the limelight, Dude, come back I'm as a. I'm trying to re- kill our fucking podcast. I'm not trying to kill a podcast. <laughs> know, I'm saying <laughs> I'm using the podcast as a commercial to fucking pump up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah exactly. fucking Culkin Christ. Oh, dude, come out roided up, carrying a cross. Boom. Yeah. To the Royal Rumble, dude. While I have your while I have your, let me just ask you. So is it true that I'm Christ? Yeah. Well, the Antichrist, Christ. Uh, Which one is it? Okay. Well, first of all, no. no. Here's the other thing that just popped up. While and it's fucking ridiculous. I'm meeting you on fucking Good Friday, dude. Oh yeah. Like yes. today is the day. Like you get killed, right? It and is, come back. It is Good day. Friday, isn't it? And he's staying. Yes. He's sitting next to a Jew. That's true. Don't See? leave him alone with me, yeah. man. <laughs> right. So you come back on Easter as you know, reborn. Like yep. And so, then you go to heaven I mean, before I mean, WrestleMania? I mean, I mean no or? comment. <laughs> no. So, 
are you Christ or are you Antichrist? And will you use this platform of Bunny Ears Podcast as the greatest advertising tool to announce your comeback into the limelight as Culkin Christ the wrestler Culkin Christ the wrestler I'm yeah. in I'm in I, 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 like, I love what gimmick. I love what you're doing it's a great gimmick yes I, yeah Culkin Christ it's a great it's a gimmick, fucking great gimmick man. I mean like free. I know steroids is harmful yeah. and I'm probably giving really <laughs> yeah. ignorant information yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah do, they do, definitely don't do steroids do a couple anymore. of cycles yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. and just do the forums get the fucking huge Popeye forums and just like like take it I'll just I'll just use the bodysuit thing remember Ultimate Warrior had the Body yeah, suit yeah, for a yeah. while. Oh, you know, yeah, with like, when he wasn't roided out anymore, he just wore like a, a flesh-toned bodysuit with like airbrushed abs. Yo, and so everything. He, to, to circle back a little bit, here's a question. You, you, you see, he avoided the question though, of about Christ. Yeah, I, no, because he couldn't no, tell us. No comment, Mac. Like, I couldn't tell you. But you know, you know, my dad would kill me. Oh shit, that's heavy. Wait a minute, interesting father-son dynamic. Things are starting to make sense. Yeah, yeah. I am the son of God. If if the son of God would return to us today, it would be like on a podcast or something. 100%. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like a, totally. Like a, like a YouTube channel. One hundred percent. First, I infect bro. your ear holes, then I come. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, here's the thing, right? What what is the plan for you, man? In a world where you hit the fucking lottery, legit, like, like yeah. hit the lottery. What is every like? Why? What do you do? Why wake up every day? There was a lot of projecting in this interview right now. Like a lot of the stuff I ask you guys is just the shit I ask myself yeah. every day. Yeah. And so when I say the people that idolize the wrong things, you know, the way we as a society define success, that's what I'm doing now. Like when I meet a fucking genuinely happy dude yeah. who like maybe his career isn't what I would envy, but I'm like, fuck, Look, yeah. this guy's kids love like him. normal life. Yeah, He's, dude. His, yeah. his first and only wife loves him. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, what can I learn here? Like we already know, like it's fucking like the amount of friends I've lost to like the excesses of fame and drugs. It's like we already know that story. That's a fucking boring story. There's a way yeah. better story. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's like it's because we're you know for me and I can only speak for myself. It's like the fear of asking for help. You know the isolation, the 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 way I define being artist of like I need to be miserable and I have to stay in this state of like some kind of you know, fucked upness to, to keep my edge and like, you know, it's just that classic artist lifestyle. Right, yeah. Be drunk yeah. And, smoke and fucking chain smoking. And right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like Miserable. you already, you know, when I met Cusack, his thing was like, you know, you're going to die. You know, <laughs> Coke is going to die because <laughs> that's when Cusack. Jesus died. And that's when all the, all the great ones died. But you made it to 37. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was so, like, so far, you already, okay. yeah, already beat the odds fuck on that. You, fuck you, Cusack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For um, real, Cusack. Come on. Give me, give me a little credit. I bet he had a death pool going and he was going <laughs> to bolster it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but, so but, yeah, I mean, it's everything we've talked about. It's it's how I can can uh, express myself in the most honest way, and in the same time, like my old, my whole thing is always, and maybe this isn't just me or most Koreans, but it's like a martyrdom. It's like always sacrificing myself to help other people, and I never take care of myself, and I've just let my, you know. So it's like, how can I take care of myself and also like take care of like others you know well. just be you know and so yeah learning to love yourself no, dude, and I think I, i'm I, i'm in the i'm in i'm i'm studying right now I think I, I'm, I'm someone who doesn't like to learn who doesn't yeah. like to pay attention we're but never I'm, done but we're I'm, never done i think we're this, never done. i think this is a really special episode because not, not only are they like 
for people who are struggling in life and who do go with the grass is always greener, I'm literally sitting here with like the most famous kid of all time and the dude who most painted the most expensive painting of all time. <laughs> and you're both like, yeah, life's tough. Like, yeah. so it's, it's, it's for everyone, right? We're all figuring this shit out. And the point yeah. is always like reassessing and trying to fucking grow, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Again, we're never done. Gonna, right. Just trying your best to be a good person and be happy. A very special episode yeah. of Bunny Ears. Yeah. Uh, uh, quick lighthearted subject change. Yo, how'd you get hooked up with Anthony Bourdain, man? That Ooh, shit's awesome. Yeah. He's rad sauce. I mean, this is the, all of this shit could tie back into everything we've talked yeah. about again. But let it. So yeah. when I hang out with Dave Chang, he's my twin brother. He's like a year younger than me. We both have the same like levels of anger. How did you guys first hook up? Because he's in he's a New York New York guy, right? Right. Uh, so we have a mutual friend, um, Dan the Automator. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, you of know. course. Yeah, yeah, And so I've known Dan for a while, and he has his own separate relationship with Dave. And every time I hang out with Dan, um, you, you want to hear a funny story? So, yeah, man. The separation <laughs> yeah, of reality absolutely. and fantasy. So Dan's a foodie. So he loves, like, if you look through his phone, it's just all pictures of, like, these fucking insane meals. Yeah. And so there's this place in L.A. called Yamakase. It's my favorite restaurant. I wanted to take you there the other okay. day. It's my favorite restaurant. It's a Japanese chef. He's, like just like 12 course like omakase menu and it's Love, just wow. it's just amazing I'm and, in. and it's like it's bigger now but before it was only like 12 seats where's that at it's in west la okay right like on. if you guys want to go yeah it's, dude, amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah, the, yeah. it's like the guy takes food to like that level and uh so <laughs> he uh he invites me out and every time we meet up in la it's just let's eat like at all the places that yeah, are like yeah. the best so so I, I go meet him it's i think it was like only nine people could sit there and it was his whole crew it was like the guy that was mixing his album uh it was david cross and amber <laughs> tamlin and uh and joseph gordon levitt who had just finished batman the last one with yeah, Bane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and there was nowhere for me to sit except for next to joseph gordon levitt and i was mm. like oh and to me, like, I know he's done other movies, but I was just like, oh, fuck, it's Robin. It's Robin. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's, <laughs> you know, like when you that's meet like, stuck out. <laughs> it's like, like if you see Tobey Maguire on the street and you're like, there's Tobey Maguire, yeah, yeah. the actor. I go, no, that's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, I met yeah. Ian no, 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 that, that's yeah, the actor yeah, yeah. that who plays Spider-Man. Exactly. I go, no, that's no, Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man. Certain people are their parts, bro. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, we're sitting there and it's like one of those dinners that's like a four hour dinner and he's sitting there and I'm like, all I want to do is ask him about Batman, yeah, but I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to do that. And so. Sort of like how I had said I had a million question, Home Alone questions yeah. for you. And you're like, bro. And I saw it on your face. You're like, that was fucking 25 years ago. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck all the Joe Pesci stories. I don't need to hear that. Like, I was just, So I'm just sitting there. I don't want to be that dude. And then I think it was David Cross or someone was like, yo, Joe, good job on Batman. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. And everyone was like, yeah. And I was like, hey. Batman you, window's open. Do you yeah. 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 <laughs> thanks for cracking. Step in. I was like, hey, do you care if I ask you about that shit? And he's like, oh, no, I love talking to the fans about whatever. And then for the next three and a half hours, <laughs> I'm not talking to him like he's Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the guy that played Robin who could possibly be Batman. I'm talking about him. I'm like, he's Batman. Like he's fucking Bruce he's Wayne. And he's giving me the, well, that's up to Christopher Nolan. I'm like, I don't want to hear that shit, dude. I don't want to fuck it. And he's looking around like, why the fuck did I get to see? Can I move seats? And, and like, anyways, so Dan, that was a whole other yeah, thing. No, so Dan's it. like, you need to meet this guy, Dave Chang, right? And he's and and I and I go, why? And he goes, because he's like you. He gambles. He's angry. And what you did with art, he's doing with cooking. And I go, I don't fucking want to meet me. I fucking hate myself. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and and then finally, it just 
you know, fates lined up yeah. and, and we ran into each. I mean, he is a fucking degenerate gambler. I'm a degenerate gambler. Love it. I should say was. I don't gamble anymore. But we met in Vegas and we went on the fucking biggest losing streak <laughs> where all we did was lose money and then go up to other people and make them lose all their money. And it was. It What's was your, what was your game? Everything. I mean, yeah, yeah. I play every fucking game. I bet on horses. I bet on like which, you know, if I'm taking a shit and I see people's feet, I go, "Who's gonna?" <laughs> any action you can. Any any. I'm like those prop bets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. Like I'll bet on the Gatorade at the Super Bowl, what color it is. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah, like everyone's cheering about who, which team won, and I'm just still waiting for the Gatorade. For the Gatorade. It's yeah. fucking blue. God it's fucking it. you know. Um, <laughs> I think I won like twenty grand one year on a oh, Gatorade color. Yeah, it was like it. the underdog. Like it's always orange, but one year it was blue. Yo, yeah, that's yeah. such a dope way to fix the Super Bowl <laughs> is to like hit up someone who works at Gatorade. Yeah, yeah. And like yo, put fifty grand on orange. Oh, I mean, uh, Super Bowl. I always like bet on like yeah, the coin flip or right. well, they do is it the going to be a beer shit. commercial next right. or is it going to be a car commercial? Like you know that kind of. Stuff. Yo, if you want to get crazy with it, you could bet on wrestling. Dude, they, I'm they, a, take, they take betting lines on it and shit for yeah, real. Yeah, they've been starting to take betting lines for the last crazy. few years, which yeah. is so fucking weird. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds a little. Well, it's unshady. Yeah, because there's writers of that shit. Yeah, right. Exactly. So like, they see those betting lines too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying anything happened. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so he's so we become BFF. We hang out. We do everything together, and then, um, you know, he's a fucking. He's, you know, I, yeah, I then you forget. Star. You like yeah. the way you. I forget that. He's just my friend Dave, and then it's like, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, you're Dave Chang, the chef that everyone wants to fucking. Mm-hmm. So we're we're at um, uh, the Chateau Marmont, and he's like, hey, can my can my friend Tony come eat with us? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. And then his friend Tony is Bourdain, and I'm <laughs> like, wow. awesome. I'm like, dude, why didn't you tell me your friend? You know, and so <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're sitting there, and it, you know, I, I love the guy, and it's just like, it, it, like for me, I love asking old guys 10 million questions about like because it's like here's a guy that i idolize and like i want to you know i had my own traveling show on vice thumbs yeah. up and were you hitchhiked with your yeah buddy. i hitchhiked around the world for like 10 years that and, show, you guys did the china one right we or, did china that's crazy. That crazy yeah so i'm like and here's a guy that has a travel. so i had all these questions for him but like you know while we're sitting there like in chateau marmont for all the non-hollywood yeah. people is like it's sort of like where a lot of celebrities are so like sort of mm-hmm. people leave them alone like that's yeah. sort of why they kick it there yeah in the fucking one hour dinner we had i mean he must have been interrupted like every five minutes someone was like i'm sorry i He's know you guys are dope, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but if my 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 news. you know they always throw something my my wife would kill me if i didn't get a photo yeah, with yeah, you yeah. and then so i'm like this is your fucking life, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, well, because dude, he's crazy. doing a similar much in the way that Chang's doing with food and you're doing with art. You guys are bringing like almost like a punk rock sensibility to things that have never had that before, right? Right. Uh, like, like who's our, oh, Thomas Thunder Keller? Yeah, Thomas Thunder Keller. <laughs> right. We, we're, we're calling you out, Thunder. Yeah, we're we calling want, you out, Thunder. We want Thomas Thunder Keller to come on this show <laughs> and bring that fucking thunder. You bring that we're thunder. We're like foodies too, man, but that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's It's recognizing that like... Art is whatever you make of it. It's a podcast. It's a meal. It's a fucking painting. It's right. a fucking pizza it's, parody band. Yeah, it's, it's a wrestling it's creativity, match. Creativity, you know. And yeah, yeah. I think this is a great, like for me, podcasting is a great place to express ideas and yeah. and like whereas movies and all these things they take longer to put and out money there. Money and fucking. Yeah. Well, no, people. good thing you talked me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want I want you to keep it going, but I want I want to see Colkin Christ the thing, like you know. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, Colkin Christ the wrestler, he's coming, mm-hmm. man. But yeah, I, I feel like uh, you know, and 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 uh, something happens when you hang out with other people who travel the world. You know, yeah, like yeah. people. 
people think they see the world through the internet, but it's still all through a filter and you've never left your home. Yeah, and you, you've yeah. been like, and then when you, when you meet other world travelers and they've been everywhere, sometimes it could be annoying. And, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. But it's yeah, like the you, people who talk about it too much. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, when you meet people who genuinely love other cultures and love traveling mm -hmm. and then you're just like, it's a fucking, it's a small world because of travel and the internet bringing yeah, everything dude, close together. It's one world. But it's dude. a fucking big world. And yeah. like, it, yeah, and traveling. get out of your fucking house. Like, get out of yeah. your brain of how you think about, there's people out there that think yeah. about shit not like, it's yeah. I've, I've done a lot of traveling, and it's one of those things where, like, yeah, you, the world gets both bigger and smaller all at the same time. Right. Mm -hmm. What's that Thomas Jefferson quote? Travel makes the man wiser, but sadder. You know what I mean? Because uh, yeah, like yeah. you learn more, but you also see how fucking ninety percent of the world lives in shit. And yeah, gives, yeah. It just gives you perspective. Mm -hmm. I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, think, yeah. Perspective on art and life and travel, and that's what you get on this episode boom. of Funny Air. <laughs> mm -hmm. We Darn did it. it. Mr. Cho, where can people find you online, bro? Like, what, you got so much shit going on. Uh, I don't do you want to plug? You want to plug your social media? Things? No. All right, so find go. him if you go. find him. Find him. Find him if you want to. <laughs> and, uh, and and Mac and, and and David did a video. We don't know when that'll be coming out or in what form, mm -hmm. but like. I don't. Fireworks yeah. were involved in crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, was, yes, they were fireworks. There was a woman with two different colored eyes. It was yeah, a fucking yeah. interesting I, afternoon. Yeah. I, I ended up with acrylic paint in my mouth. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know what I, you get with the David Cho afternoon. I don't even yeah. know what happened that day. It was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty intense. It was, it was awesome, man. But that was that was a very mature moment for me because. <laughs> I was trying to, like, I usually trick celebrities into doing fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And I, I called you, and I was like, hey, are you down to well, do fucked up shit? Yeah, yeah man, and yeah. you're like, I'm in. I'm like, okay, fuck it. You get yeah, there, man. It was yeah, easy. Yeah, evolution is what we were talking about. Um, Mac, where can people find you on the webs? Oh, I'm at, at Incredible Bulk. WrestleMania. WrestleMania 112. <laughs> uh, at Incredible Cook. Uh, it's then, uh, it's Twitter. And, and also, what is Oh, uh, at Cokamania. On uh, Instagram. <laughs> I'm on the things at Camel Toad. We're on the things at Bunny Ears Podcast on Insta and Bunny Ears Pod on Twitter. I'm going to get you started on that cycle of steroids for the... Yeah, exactly. Next WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Done. Uh, and You're going to get a costume maker. Of course, check out BunnyEars.com. We got stuff every day. And then call us, yo. We need voicemails. For real, we need voicemails. It's uh, 845-393-4629. That's 845-EZE-HOAX. <laughs> any, any artists listening to this, please, uh, as someone who's just been around this greatness right now mm -hmm. please paint macaulay culkin like as what you would imagine him as culkin christ yeah yeah the more let's the merrier let's spread let's spread the spread Hulk mania spread motherfucker Hulk mania <laughs> mac what do we do at the end of every show uh oh uh, uh try not to suck too much dick uh but if you do send pics <laughs> send them to the culkin christ all right <laughs> find me gag me take me to the bunny ranch Hey, this is Eric from IT. I was wondering if you could send Craig the intern down here. We got to rewire a whole bunch of the workstations, and I need him to, like, climb underneath the desks and you know, run some cables for me. Uh, if we can make sure that he's doing this in the most uh, crammed and uncomfortable way possible, that would be great. All right, just send him down to ASAP. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Talk some day. Bye. Hello, Mac and Matt. How the fuck have we not talked about the times that Mac was on Wild and Crazy Kids? I want to hear about that. I want to hear about that whole experience. Um, I love the podcast. I'm I'm with you every step of the way. I can't wait for more. Uh, my name is Alex Haven. All right. You guys suck some dick, and I will send some pics if I do.
Hey, yeah, this is for Matt. I don't know why you're such a dick to Stu. It's pretty obvious you don't like him. So, sorry, Stu. Love you, man. Peace. A Bunny Ears LLC production. You are freaking lumberjack! Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.